0: everyone, welcome back to the Golden Goal Podcast. It is Monday, September 16th. Another beautiful day. Another day for footy. More footy news coming your way. Lee, how are you doing?
1: Good, man. It's a new week. Uh, lots of footy to talk about today. Uh, can't wait to be on the grind again here. Uh, new episode. Episode 9. Yep. Uh, it's good to be back.
0: It's good to be back, man. So we're going to do a little bit of Premier League recap. Some other notable results going around the world. And some Champions League preview starting tomorrow, first Champions League game. So we'll be going over some of those and giving our thoughts and opinions and maybe some score predictions for those.
1: Yeah, exciting times. Champions League is back upon us. Group stages start tomorrow. Um, got to take a look at these games here. But uh, I think we've got some good ones tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow and Wednesday because they'll split them up. Yep, correct. Uh, and then you've got... Uh, <laughs> The consolation Tournament, uh, Europa League on Thursday, I'm sure, is starting up as well.
0: Yeah, big, big, uh, <laughs> big match for us, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, we got a pretty good weekend of Premier League games. Uh, we did our predictions on Friday, uh, so we'll recap those. I didn't even tally these up yet. Um, I, t- <laughs> I don't know if they went too well for us, especially myself. Um Let's see, Liverpool two or Liverpool won 3-1 over Newcastle. Uh, so we each got a point there. We each predicted them to win, uh, but we predict two, 2-0 and 3-0 shutouts. You got the Burnley-Brighton game correct, 1-1. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, we both said 2-1 Leicester. Your boys squeaked that one out. We'll get into that game a little bit later. Yeah, thank uh, God. So we both got that one wrong. Uh, I had a Southampton tie with sheffield you had sheffield winning so neither of us got that one right yep palace got blown out by spurs and we both predicted to be it'd be a lot closer so got that one wrong (laughs) Or we got the result right at least uh you have you had chelsea over wolves i had a tie uh uh, city lost to norwich Uh, i'll get into that later (laughs) uh everton oh you had bournemouth beating everton so you got a point there i had everton winning uh we both had arsenal beating watford they fucking choked Get into that as well yep and then uh the last game the zero zero tie villa and west ham we each had west ham winning so i will tally those up as we start talking but i'm pretty sure you blew me out this week
0: hell yeah baby big facts
1: uh, but the first one, let's see, first main game we'll get into, United and Leicester. We were at the lovely The Globe Pub to watch that one this yeah, weekend in downtown Chicago. That was a uh, not the most fun game to watch, but good for your boys getting three points.
0: Exactly, yeah. Down some brews over there, enjoyed some footy. We had some good games going on, Tottenham plummeting. Crystal Palace's butthole, and as well Chelsea plummeting, Wolves's butthole as well. So that was two interesting games, and then we had a snoozer of a fest um, watching Man U play Leicester. But um, we'll get into all those other two games in a sec. Uh, yeah, so you know, I mean, I'm happy we got the three points. Obviously, um, those are big three points to get. Uh, but I wasn't too I wasn't too thrilled at how we played in the run of play. Uh, I mean, Lee, we were watching this game also. It was just kind of a boring. I I don't think Man U got a lot of their chances, besides like on set pieces and then that penalty, that eighth minute PK that was called yeah. against Leicester. So uh, not besides that, we probably had that whole entire game maybe two, maybe even three shots, not, attempts in the in the run of play. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, in, the that in the
1: run of play. In the run of play. Because I know Rashford had a really nice free yeah, kick yeah. there in the second half. Um. They forced Schmeichel into maybe one or two saves, yeah. um, but it. I will also note Lester didn't help the entertainment value either. They, I don't know, they couldn't get anything going really either. So just all around, it was just not not a great game to watch. Um, I found myself at the Globe watching the Spurs and the Chelsea game <laughs> more than I was watching that one at times, uh, just because there was seven goals in the Chelsea game and four in the in the Spurs game but considering that United had as many injuries as they had to key players yeah yeah um you gotta take them where you take the points so you can get them at this point um especially with a injury-ridden team so yeah it wasn't pretty but uh you know it's three points is three points and it those it's big in this league especially given how you guys have started so uh so, Take the positives where you can get him, I guess. Yeah.
0: Um, I guess, to be honest, there's not a lot to be said at this game. I mean, just it was really boring. Uh, Matic started. Um, he's ass. Uh, I, I noticed, though, when Fred came on, I noticed the intensity up a little bit in that mid. So it was cool to see Fred back in the back in the team. And uh, I still rate him highly. I think he should be getting more minutes over Matic especially. Matic throwing some shade, though. I don't know if you saw that. And he he's pretty much saying how he wants to be playing more and like the something about the youth like playing like he, they're incorporating the youth and uh he's just kind of talking out of his ass i mean everyone wants yeah. to play
1: if you're not playing you're not happy if you're playing you're happy or happier yeah. um but you know <laughs> i made the joke this weekend him and mctominay are literally the same player and it reminds me of that spider-man meme where they're both in Spider Man costume at each other. other. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: like there's no ounce of creativity coming from the midfield no. at all. So you could tell that Pogba is, is key to that midfield and um as well maybe um sign another fucking midfielder, but I digress. Um anyways, I'm happy with the result. David De signed a new contract as well. I think it's another four year contract. Yeah. Uh which I'm happy about. I know he kinda fell off a little bit. But he's still, I mean, I still i still rate him as a top five goalkeeper around the world, to be honest. Um, and to be honest with you, if he got rid of De Gea, I wouldn't be so sure that we'd replace him because we suck at recruiting. So um, I'm happy that we kept him for long term. And I think that's a good thing for United. But overall, result, three points, that's all that matters, but... Um, really boring, and I, I we need Pogba back in that midfield. For you know, sure.
1: I, last thing I'll say about the United game last. Uh, someone who I thought had a really nice game was Andreas Pereira. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah he had a really good. He game. Had, he had a really yeah, nice yeah.
1: game, and he looked, he looked like he was actually at least trying to make something happen. And he, I yeah, don't know, yeah. it was hard with the center midfielders that mm-hmm. they had available. Um, but I thought he had a very nice game.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's uh like I said, I like him. I don't rate him as like a a starter, but you know. We don't have much to yeah. to to play with, so I think he's one of the more creative players. I would probably probably play him over Mata to be honest with you, just because Mata um, he's not bad. He's just you know he's old. He's a lot slower. doesn't really doesn't really give much. I put Mata more in like the last twenty minutes of the game instead of starting mm-hmm. him. But yeah, Andres had a really good game. Um, Maguire. Had a good game as well. He was shutting down. He was shutting down yeah. a, lot of, uh, a lot of threats in the back. Uh, Juan Vasaka. nothing needs to be said about him. He's an absolute beast uh, in the back. Um, Rashford, kind of stinky besides that PK.
1: McTominay had a much better game than Matic did. I McTominay, had, yeah, McTominay I had a better Mata game. Mata was non-existent.
0: No, Mata, see, he just doesn't, he doesn't, he's like, not the same. He's not the Chelsea Mata player. You brought Mata
1: up, and I had to come look here on Fatma at the lineup to see if he played, because I don't remember him oh, Yeah, no, he played. Anything. Yeah,
0: he didn't, he didn't do much. Uh, um,
1: but yeah, I thought Pereira and McTominay had nice yeah. games. Yeah. Daniel um, James was quiet. Daniel James had a quieter game. He had a couple flashes, yeah. but, oh, the game so far, I think this was one of yeah. his quieter ones.
0: Also... To be to noted that um, apparently, man, you have gotten. A, I think it was like sixty-five or seventy percent of the PKs called in the Premier League so far.
1: They've received penalties. Yeah, like out of all, like yeah, or, they've uh, gotten like five penalties so far.
0: Honestly, though, but like see, I don't think that has to do with diving. I just think we have a lot of pacey players. Cause like Daniel, your Daniel James, your Rashford, your Marshalls. I mean, they just kind of like go in head on and take people on. So and they're fa- they're fast players. So I could see why they get a lot of PKs called. But we had
1: to score them. So. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, I mean, the PK that was given was definitely a fun. Yeah, no, that was a, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, had, I had no complaints there. Uh, but, yeah, three points for United. Step in the right direction, hopefully. Hopefully they don't take it two steps back next week. Hopefully not. Um, but, uh, the, yeah, the other game that was going on that was actually a fun one to watch was uh, Chelsea Wolves. Chelsea, big win on the road. The Molyneux is a tough place to play. Uh, we did mention how Wolves have struggled here in the early stages. Yeah. But Tammy Babraham, man, fucking How Hattie. How about it? Hattie and
0: an own goal. <laughs> and an own goal.
1: <laughs> That's right. Four goals. Um, yeah, I got him on the fantasy squad, so that was big time for me this week. Um, I was watching him a little bit more carefully this game now that he's gotten some goals under his belt yeah, to yeah. see like what he's all about as a, as a, a player. whole player, basically. And his movement in the box is really good. So... Um, if you go and rewatch his second and third goals in particular, his second goal, you know, he, he makes a last minute move to get right inside of his man. Uh, and he's not a big guy. I mean, he's kind of tall and lanky, but he's not strength wise. Mm -hmm. He's not like very big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and Wolves got some big, some big center backs, but he able is to maneuver himself just to get right inside of the, on the inside shoulder of the defender, Mm -hmm. get in front, head the ball in. And then on the second goal, he puts himself in a good spot, gets a center back isolated, just one quick move and finishes. And yeah. he's looking nice, man, early on.
0: I mean, yeah, he, how many goals does he have now? I mean, he's scored ahead. I, hand- I think six now. He's got six or seven, something yeah. along those lines. I mean, he's he's uh he's something, man. Uh I need to yeah, I rewatched some of those goals. I know what you're saying. His movement in the box is really good. Uh like you said, he's not strong, but he he kinda he. I would consider him more of a striker than Rashford in the sense that, and the reason I compare those two is that Abraham has more awareness in the box, I believe, over Rashford. You know what I'm saying? Like more of a striker's instincts of being able to put in goals yeah. like, in the box. Um Whereas, like, Rashford's more of a winger, I think. But uh, Tammy Abraham, I think, is a pure striker. I mean, his his hold pick. up
1: play is better, too, which yeah. Rashford doesn't really have that going for no, him. And no. they both play as out and out strikers uh, yeah, right yeah. now on their sides. And if you're going to be that, if you're going to have that role, you have to have a little bit of hold up play on you. And know, I think yeah. Tammy can provide that a little bit more than Rashie can.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, lots of a. Uh, Lots of good, lots of good displays from Chelsea, and uh, we'll talk about one of the crackers too in that in that game as well as their for our golden goal um, with Tamori. But we'll oh, go, yeah. we'll That'll go in, be the, at we'll the end. go, yeah, we'll go. With, we'll talk about that at the, the end. The
1: best for last. Um,
0: but yeah, man, Wolves have been struggling
1: big time. I, I don't know what's going on. They haven't won a game yet. No, still no wins. Uh, Jimenez started in this one. From the bits that I saw when I was looking in between the TVs. He, he wasn't wasn't very active. Mm-hmm. Jean Motinho was really one of the lone bright spots, I think. Um, I don't I think this guy was an off season signing. Jesus Vallejo is a center back. Yeah. I yeah. know they were without Bali in this game, but he looked terrible. He's twenty two. He came from Real Madrid, actually. Came through Real Madrid, Castilla, uh Spain under twenty ones was loaned out to uh Frankfurt a year or so ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's on Wolves now also on alone and he looked he looked terrible. And it really showed because Willie Bally is a big part yeah, of their yeah. backline yeah. and not having him was a was a big big hindrance for them in this game. but yeah, they I mean, they did score two goals, but last year we remember there are a lot of games where they were getting shutouts, only allowing one goal hanging with the big boys every game. Yep, yep. And we're not seeing that this year at all.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And it's, like, almost the same team, right? And they added some more um, some more players on their, on their squad. Uh, at this point, I feel like it's more of a mental thing, to be honest with you, right? Like, I think they really need to get a, a dub to kind of, you know, Get out of that funk that they're in. But when it comes to talent, I mean, they have the talent, right? Yeah,
1: they definitely do. I just, do.
0: um, I just think they're they're getting lost in their head right now. They they, they really need a result to come their way, so they can kind of get back on their feet. But right now, man, I mean, they're sitting, they're sitting, uh, 19th in the table right now. They have three points. Watford has two, so uh, not looking good for them right now. But it's still early in the season. But Whoa. to be honest, man, I mean, I, I, I was, I was thinking they would be able to get like a top seven finish. Yeah. But at this point, at this rate right now, who, who knows? We'll yeah. see. We'll they see how mid-table at they the might be mid table. They might be mid table at the best now. So Whoa. we'll have to see how if they can, you know, get a little streak going. But I, yeah, they're struggling right now. I will
1: say, if I'm Espiritu Santo, yeah, the coach <laughs> for Wolves, um, you could tell, and I know Doherty, the wing back, yeah, who had a really good year for them last year. Um, he just came back from injury. When he came on the field, he came on as a sub. They looked a lot more dangerous down the flanks because they, they had a Dama Traore in there who is yeah. a tank. We've mentioned yeah, he's yep, a fucking yep. tank in the past, but technically, like, he's not very skilled, and his final ball isn't very good either, whereas Daugherty, he's a really good two-way player, and it's no coincidence that da- once Daugherty came on, that's when they ended up scoring both their goals. Yeah and uh i don't know if if he wants to play two up top all year long cuz he played he played Jimenez along with Di- Diogo Jota um in this game if i'm him i'm i'm giving Patrick Catrone a chance Yeah, um, i yeah, think I he agree. has a better pedigree playing in Syria uh with AC Milan him and Jimenez maybe side by side if he wants to play two mm-hmm. play that uh 352 i think they that's what he usually plays um but it, I think it's just going to be some minor tweaks for him. And one, one, like you said, once they get that first win, I think they'll be okay. But as of right now at this rate, I don't know if we're going to see them in seventh like we originally thought.
0: No, no. Um, but big shout-out to Chelsea, to Mason Mount, another world-class display by him. Um, shout-out to, uh, to Mori as well. I think this was his first game for Chelsea. I'm not sure if this is his first cap for Chelsea.
1: Uh, I think he or, or played he play in, in some in the of past. the other games just because Rudiger has okay. been out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but, but he, yeah, he was he, on he loan out. last year with Darby.
0: Okay, yeah, he balled out this this match, though. And you can tell Nozuma because he's a head case. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. good for Tamori to be able to step up um, in this match as well. Um, But, yeah, I uh, uh, overall, Chelsea's looking good, man. I mean, they look like, you know, I wouldn't say they're, like, you know, title contenders, but... I'm really surprised in how they were able to turn around that first result from losing 4-0 to Man U to pulling out some uh, some nice stubs and uh, some nice displays as well. Uh, these youngsters, Mason Mount, Tammy Abraham, have been huge for Chelsea. They filled in the gap that they've been missing.
1: Yeah, and that's been big time, especially because they have that transfer ban. They definitely needed to step up. Um, so we'll see if, if Chelsea can remain consistent this year. Um, I'm still not totally convinced by them. Um, just because of their backline and whatnot, I think yeah. having Rudiger back, if he can stay healthy, will be huge for sure. them. Um, but Mason Mount, I had a feeling he was gonna sh- show out this year. Now that he's yeah. back from loan, um, and I'm glad he is because I watched him a little bit last year for Darby County, and he he was scoring, assisting. He he was a big part of why yeah. Darby County got to that uh, that playoff final where they ultimately lost. But yeah, um, uh, yeah I'm happy for him.
0: Has he gotten a call-up for the national team? I think
1: he was with the – the. I don't know if he was in this past international break um, or maybe one of the summer ones, but I think he has. I, I think he may have just a couple caps. Okay.
0: Well, you know, if he keeps it up at this rate, man, I mean, he'll be able to slot in maybe even in that – we were talking about how England is kind of missing like a true number 10 right. type role. I think Mason Mount can fit, fill that void. To be honest with you, if he keeps up this run of form, to be honest, because he he's uh he's showing out, bro. I mean, he's he's showing out right now. So we'll see if he gets a call up, and maybe he can fill in that void that England's missing when it comes to creative players uh in that number ten role. But yeah, overall, awesome game, great result for Chelsea. Uh, we'll see how how they fare and Wolves. Hopefully, they they're able to dust themselves off and yeah. get back on their feet.
1: Yep, yep, that was a good one, seven oh. goals in that one. Oh,
0: I just remembered, too. no Christian Pulisic either, right? Yeah,
1: Pulisic did not play in this game. Uh, Williams started, and I don't think any of the wingers were really subbed off. I think no. Tammy got subbed off by Bashuai, but that was really yeah. the only attack, attacker that got subbed off. Okay. So, yeah, that's a little concerning, but, uh, yeah, it was still a good game, mm-hmm. though. Uh, Chelsea really showing what they can do, um, what they can achieve this year with, Uh, the younger squad that they have. Uh, Moving on, uh, City versus Norwich. (laughs) The game that nobody thought would be remotely close, and Norwich fucking came out and stole it from us.
0: Yeah, man. Holy crap. I'll let you
1: put your two cents before I rant a little bit.
0: Okay. Um, Well, first thing I got to say is Norwich was playing some saucy soccer. Like, I don't know if you saw that tweet that they post now that they posted. It was like them like combining some strings of passes throughout the game.
1: Well, I saw it, yeah. And I'm, I'm not gonna shit on Norwich because I actually and I said it on multiple multiple times already. They do try to play and they have a style of play as some promoted teams don't. And the Daniel Farka, I think his name is. He used to coach yeah, yeah. at Dortmund. Um, yeah, dude. He he's gotten them to fucking move the ball really well. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. by no means a bad team. No, by no, not a,
0: not at all. So, like, what I'm saying is, you know, usually you think these types of teams sit back and invite the pressure, but they 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 stuck to their style of play, and you can see uh, Pookie with an assist and Pookie with an, a, a goal. Man, he's he's balling out right now, and uh, honestly, they were pesky when it came to defense too. They were giving City trouble when it came to. Uh, finding opportunities, I mean, City's always going to find opportunities, but they were just really solid defensively, I believe, and they were giving uh, City a hard time to kind of, like, break through. And, I mean, you know, Norwich, they pulled a nice result, man. I mean, they stuck to their game plan. They didn't stray away from that, and they got a fucking result. So, shout-outs to them. Uh, you can go off, though, now if you want. Uh, is, is yeah, you wanna say? I mean,
1: like, like I said, I do think Norwich is a good team. Should they have beaten us? No. Like should should the quality that we have drop points to Norwich? Absolutely not. Yeah, Norwich is a good fucking team. That I think they're gonna stay up this year. Um, they definitely have the players to do so. But man, you've heard me talk about Otamendi in the past, man. And a lot of people say, "Oh, Stones is your weakest center back. He's the biggest liability, and this and that." No, dude, it's Otamendi. Not only is he more experienced than Stones, but he gets more he gets more opportunities than Stones, and you know he's just as liable as Stones is, in my opinion. And we saw on the fucking I think it's, it was a third goal. He just I mean he just gave it gave it to him. It was a gift, and I think he gave it to I think that was Pookie's goal. That was Pookie's goal. Yeah, I'm his, watching it or his assist him. or something. But, you know, we came out slow. I don't know. Maybe that's being on international break. I don't know. Uh, but we came out slower than usual. We were coming out all sloppy with our passes, uh, very traditional passes. We were kicking them out of bounds, you know, two yards, two yards to the right, two yards to the left. And you could just tell early on, like, it took them longer to settle in than it should have, and then Norwich scores, and then it's like, oh, shit. And you're, out, and you're away, and Norwich, they get a good atmosphere at their home game. Yeah, How they do. Them that. And then they score to make it 2-1, at, like, right before the half, and I'm like, oh, it's a, okay. This is where they turned around. They'll win this game yeah, 3-2, yeah. 4-2. But then fucking Otamendi goes and gifts them that goal.
0: Yeah, that was some sloppy sloppy play.
1: You know, I feel like the tactics from Norwich's side, we almost played into their hands a little bit. They pressed us, and not all teams press us well. Some teams just press and press and press, and we just pass around them. But they press smart, and they press at the right moments, and eventually Otamendi makes that mistake. They go up 3-1. And mm-hmm. they got a little lucky down the stretch. That we had one, a couple that hit the post. Uh, Tim Kroll made some saves. And they escaped, but should we be giving up fucking three goals to Norwich? No. And this is why I'm concerned, man. Now that Laporte is out, it's no coincidence. First game without Laporte, we'd lose to Norwich, who's not a bad team. But with Laporte in the side, it's... We cruise to a win in this game, in my opinion. And I actually heard a stat with uh, the the goal scorers for Norwich. Guess yeah. how much? Guess how the combined transfer fee between Pookie, uh, this guy McLean, who scored the first goal, mm. and Cantwell.
0: It's something really small. Two hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got <laughs> Pookie on a
1: free. From I think the Scottish League, yeah, Cantwell yeah. was an academy kid, which I just learned this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. And then this McLean guy they got from Aberdeen for like two hundred thousand yeah. pounds. And even though I'm fucking pissed that they lost, that's what makes the Premier League so great when you have these stories like that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And man. I mean, what it, also
1: what also makes me mad is Norwich had like more injured players than healthy players. They yeah, had to I put did. two goalies on the bench. Two fucking goalies were on the bench yeah, for Norwich. Yeah, I know, I know, because they didn't have enough field players. I was about, I was about to, to say that fill the bench. Yeah. <laughs> and our bench, let's let's go through our bench right now. João Cancelo, who still hasn't fucking played a game yet. Fernandinho, who I thought was going to start at center back, and he did not even get in the game. De Bruyne, I don't know why you don't start him. Uh, the Wonder Kid, Phil Foden, Mares, and Gabriel Jesus. That's a nice bench, man. It's that's a it's fucking a nice ass bench. I don't know why. I think. I think Pep, even though obviously he trusts like Gunduan and those guys are still quality players, but I think he underestimated Norch a little bit, and he felt like, oh, this is a game that I can sit Kevin for. Yeah, like yeah. That we it, they shouldn't give us any troubles, and they fucking did. And then he waited too long. He should have put Kevin on right at halftime. Start of the second half.
0: Yeah, I think he got. I think they he got too cocky, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, and he shot himself in the foot. I wanted to go back to the way Norwich pressed, though. I was impressed by the way they they pressed, because you're right. A lot of teams try to press City, and they just do pet ball and they pass it around, and then yeah. they find that open space. But uh, with Norwich, though, they pick and chose, like you said, where to press. But then the key to that was also they pressed as a team, right? So yeah. they'd suffocate a certain amount of players from the city opposite, from city, and they would just, they wouldn't give them an out, you know? Like, I mean, they, they wouldn't give them an out. And it was it was really cool to see how they kind of pick and chose when they wanted to go press. It wasn't just, like, you know, running Because some teams, honest, let's be honest, they just run to run. And they don't really, like, when you press as a team, it involves being able to close down all the different outlets that the opposition has, and a lot of teams don't do that well against City. To be honest, a majority of teams don't. Uh, but Norwich is able to really plug in those outlets and not give them a chance. And like you said, I mean, that goal that they scored, the third one, I was just I was just watching it right now. That was a they, – they gave him the ball. I mean, yeah. they fed him the ball right there, and Pookie it was an easy finish for Pookie in the box. Um, but, yeah – I think City shot themselves in the foot with the lineup they chose. I think Guardiola got too cocky, and they shot themselves in terms of giving away some sloppy passes. And as well, I mean, I think they underestimated Norwich as well, the players. Yeah. uh, I don't know if you have anything else to add.
1: Better earlier rather than later to get a game like that out from under them. Um, Typically, the last two or three years, they always struggle against one like a team like Norwich, at least mm-hmm. for one game. Last year it was Newcastle. It tied it tied or lost to Newcastle in December yeah, last yeah. year. Um so there's always like one or two games like this that they have a year. So I'm glad they got it out from them sooner rather than earlier. But I mean, they're now five points behind Liverpool. I know it's super early and they still have to play Liverpool twice, but it's gonna be it's gonna be so fucking hard for them to three peat. So fucking hard, especially with Laporte out. So
0: I think so too, and I think I feel like City's eyes are on Champions League this year. Not that that they're not gonna focus on Premier League, but I just feel like their heart and minds on the Champions League, and it's hard. I think it's gonna be hard to do a threepeat, especially because Liverpool right now is in fine form in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, man. We'll see. We'll have to see how we'll ha- we'll have to in December. We'll have a better look at what where things stands, but. Uh, Liverpool were also up like what nine ten points in December yeah, and they're up City like closed, seven to nine points I mean Liverpool's known to choke in the final uh few months of the Premier League so we'll have to see how that ends out so
1: and I also will say this and obviously I don't wish injuries upon anyone but Liverpool just like us is one defensive injury away from you know being at risk of dropping more points uh, like if they yeah say they, over, say, yeah say they lose Van Dyke they go they go
0: from a very good defense to a very average right. defense. Or yeah. even
1: like a Robertson or Trent Alexander yeah, yeah, for yeah, an extended yeah, period yeah. of time. You know
0: There's not a lot of there's not a lot of backups that can
1: perform. And, you know, they they made it they made a run in Champions League last year, all the way to the final, won the final. Uh it they're long seasons. So I mean I'm not I'm not hitting the panic button by any means, but uh I'm definitely concerned and it is gonna be it's gonna be a lot harder to three peat than it was to two peat. Um especially given that we're short on center backs. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I'll say about that one. Uh then the last big game we'll talk about. Uh Arsenal Watford yesterday. <laughs> hey, hey, hey.
0: That was meme city, man. That meme
1: was fucking city.
0: Aubameyang with two goals in this game, and then and then just, and then I don't know what happened, man. Then the,
1: I, the anticipated Arsenal defensive collapse occurred. I mean, the first
0: goal, I, I don't even know how to describe it. They just gave it away. They Socrates, just, I think. Socrates it gave it away right at the top of the box. And it was easy for Wofford to just put it, they literally gave it to them right, yeah. right at the top of their box, own box. And wow. Wofford just put it away. And then David Luiz came in,
1: 81st minute and conceded a penalty. <laughs> as, as he does. Uh, and that's... I'm re-watching the first goal that Socrates yeah. gave him now. It's worth noting that, um, for those of you who haven't heard, you probably are wondering from watching that goal, they changed the goal kick rule so where you don't need to be outside the box anymore yeah. to receive the ball. So... <laughs> You know, there's a lot of teams who like to play out of the back. And then there are also those teams who know they can't play out of the back. Maybe Arsenal should be the latter. (laughs) Because that is a prime example as to why they maybe cannot play out of the back with given who their personnel is back there at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And you saw the goal kick. He was standing on the six-yard box, and he literally just passed it right to Cleverley, and he banged it away. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I was, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on. Also, kind of disappointed. Pepe didn't really play too well. I, I didn't watch his game a lot, but I don't think he played too well. He had, like, one shot, 60% pass success, one chance created. I mean, very, he was kind of kept quiet
1: this game. Um, yeah, I watched the first half, and, yeah, he hasn't impressed me, really. Um, he... He fucks around too much on the ball. I'll just put. Yeah, it I was. I was gonna say he's a good. Bluntly. He's a good.
0: He's a good. You know what he reminds me of? He's a good dribbler. He reminds me a lot of kind of like Ronaldo when he first came to Man U. A lot of like fancy dribbles, but dude, you gotta have like an end game, like your end product. Like, no one in the Premier League, no one gives a fuck about all the fancy flicks, all the dribbles. Like, you want goals and assists.
1: That may have worked in the Farmers. Yeah, French that, league, yeah, but yeah. That but ain't going to work here.
0: And uh, I, by no means am I saying, like, he's a bad player no. or he's terrible. But I just – he needs more end product to his game right now. And, I mean, he, he this is I mean this is still – I mean, this is his first season, right, uh in the Premier League. But I, I if I was Emery, I mean, I'd kind of sit him down and say, you know, you don't need to do all these dribbles. Like, you don't need to do this. Like, you need to just be straightforward. He's got the pace. He's got the skills to get past players. But now – we need a little bit more end product from you.
1: I think if he just lifts his head a little bit more yeah. and thinks a little bit more pass first rather than dick around with the ball at his feet first, yeah. I, think, I think it would work wonders for him and the guys around him, honestly, because he, he holds on to the ball for that extra two seconds before – when it, whereas he could just serve a ball in or yeah, find yeah. find someone between the lines, mm-hmm. and I think he'll I think he's smart enough of a player to learn that he is still young, and this is his, this is a big it's a big jump from the French league to the oh, Premier yeah. League, especially as a young player, so I think I think he'll figure it out. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: I won't say he's a flop or anything like yeah. that. I, I just think he needs more, um, you know, like you said, a little bit of tweaks. To I his I his game.
1: did think. I, even though it was a big jump, I did think he was going to hit the ground running a little yeah, bit more yeah. than he has. Um, but yeah, it's 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 Arsenal's back line that's their cancer, though. It's it,
0: mm, yeah, that that back line is ter- David Luiz, man. I mean, I w- he he's
1: been
0: he's been really bad, man. I mean, he, he's he's given up two PKs. Yep.
1: And arguably been at fault for, for at least uh, another two, two goals. Two goals.
0: So he's he, man. I don't know, I don't know. They're they're struggling, man. They're struggling, and I know they got like this Saliba kid, um, Who? So William Saliba. The right. They he's bought back him, in they, training. They, yeah, I they think. they they loaned them back out at uh Saint Etienne. Uh, he came from Saint Etienne. Yeah. Um, but they loaned them back over there. But he's see, this is my concern with Arsenal too, though. He's. I think Salib was a good player. I've seen some of his like stats, but he's 19. So do you like? Do we really expect the 19 year old to come back next season and really change up that center back or, the, or that defensive line? I, I don't know. Right. Oh, like I, I don't know. I I really don't know. So we'll we'll have to see.
1: I'm at the point where I mean you got they've got Europa League games and they've got Carabao Cup coming up. Give. Uh, Rob Holding has shown flashes in the past that he can have good perfor- – he could put out good performances for Arsenal. And at this point, I mean, they got really nothing nothing more to lose. Yeah. You know, they've, they've seen Socrates and David Luiz just consistently fuck up. So it might be time, because I think him and Callum Chambers are back from injury now, Rob Holding and Callum Chambers, Throw him in for one of these Europa league, this Europa League game against Frankfurt or that that cup game, and yeah, see what they can see. Do. See what they can do, and if it's a good enough showing, maybe you start one or the other in replace of David Luiz or Socrates. I don't see them removing both. Obviously, um, they've got. I think who do they have in the next? They have Aston Villa in their next uh, league game. Yeah. So, Shit! If they can't fucking beat Aston Villa, <laughs> and if they're giving up two goals to Aston Villa, who is going to have trouble scoring this year? They don't really have a out-and-out number no, nine. No, they don't. Uh, they're going to be in trouble, <laughs> to say the least.
0: Yeah, we'll 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 have to see how they, how they fare, man. I have no idea. Um, but well, yeah.
1: Speaking of having no idea, another team I have no fucking idea about is Everton. Yeah. Everton lost to uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. And I believe we talked about them a little bit in our preview for last episode when we were doing our predictions. I said, I think we both agreed, it'll all depend on which Everton team shows up.
0: And the shitty one did.
1: And the fucking shitty one did. And once again, no Moise Keane in the starting 11. Uh, Calvert-Lewin did get a goal, but... Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I don't know if I rate him that high, though, to be do honest. Do you
1: really rate him better than, better than Moise Keane? I do Keane if you do you're a little you're a little naive there pal okay. um but yeah at what point do we at at, do, at what point do Everton fans and the board and the front office whatever you want to call them say hey we need to upgrade our fucking coach because he has enough talent yeah he to does to be doing a lot more with this team than he is and i feel like and I said it before, every year Everton is so underwhelming.
0: Yeah. I, I mean Marco Silva, what's his what does he deser, what is his rap sheet? Does his, I mean he came from Watford.
1: But he's, one he of, do? he's one of those coaches that just floats around and puts in mediocre stints with clubs yeah. and then
0: I mean with Watford I guess he made it to FA Cup final, right? But they got Domed. No, that was or no, that
1: was uh or no, Whoever the coach that Watford just fired last oh, week. Oh, wait, wait, no. He he
0: he left in January of 2018, so you're right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah I mean, yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know if this man's the right man for the job to be able to take Everton to the next level.
1: I feel like Everton have too much ambition to settle for a mediocre coach that I think he, that he is. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say too much on the game other than the fact that I mean, Bournemouth's not a bad team either. I, I have obviously said I think Bournemouth have a nice team. Oh, but yeah. Should Everton be losing 3-1 to Bournemouth and be sitting uh, 2-1 and 2 right now and putting in a good performance here, a bad performance there? No. They should be doing much better playing cons- at a consistently high level, in my opinion. Yeah. And they're not. So I just wanted to at least touch on that game.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, also, real quick, Tottenham 1-4-0 against Crystal Palace. Yeah. Uh, we're not gonna say a lot. We're not gonna say a lot of uh, about that game. I mean, that was just—it was an ass whooping. So, yeah. Sinaldo with two goals, I think.
1: Sonny boy, yeah. Um, Lamela.
0: Lamela and uh, an own goal from Van Anholt. So.
1: Sergio, played well in that game. Yeah.
0: yeah so yeah. yeah, we're not. We won't really touch upon that game too much. I mean, that was just an, an ass beating, but.
1: Yeah, and then we'll quickly touch on around the world here um, from other leagues. Uh, our game of the week, one of our games of the week to watch for. Leipzig tied Bayern in that game, so they yeah. stopped, They stay top of the Bundesliga. Dortmund shellacked Leverkusen 4-0, which I thought that game was yeah. going to be closer, but man, did they play fucking good. I was watching the highlights of that one. Sancho, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Sancho has the best final ball in Europe right now. He He's plays this- the best, like, low cross. Whatever, whatever kind of cross that you need to a centering pass, he's the fucking best at it right now.
0: He's an assist machine. He's leading right now in the Bundesliga with assists, so he's got four right four now. Assists four assists in assists. five games, and four five games. Four or five games. Yeah. So he's fucking killing it, man. Um, pa, uh, Paco Alcacer with five goals. He's, he's uh, right behind Lewandowski with seven goals. Also, Lewandowski has two PKs of that. Yeah. And wow. Al, uh, Paco doesn't take PKs. Yeah. So... I mean, they're hitting the Marco Royce. Also, is hitting the ground running. I mean, Dormans, all their players are are, are yeah. hitting some nice form. Man. I think,
1: I think that the Bundesliga title run is going to be a lot more exciting than people think it's going to be.
0: I hope so. I really hope it is. I think
1: it's going to be a three horse race this year. Honestly, i now that Leipzig hung around with Bayern and actually they had chances to beat Bayern in this game. Neuer made some big saves. I was watching the highlights. If they can stay healthy, Leipzig, yeah. they could they could be in the running, man. This could be a three horse race in the Bundesliga. But uh elsewhere, uh Juve tied Fiorentina. Uh Inter went top of Syria, Napoli and Roma both won. Roma got their first win of the season. Shouts out to my boys Roma. Yep, yeah. Uh Napoli getting a 2-0 win. Inter squeaking out a win. So yeah, they go top, man. Uh Inter quietly. You know it's a long season, and Juve always seems to find a way to to pull out in front. But um, I wouldn't rule out Inter, man. They're they're playing well. Um, Napoli is well. I wouldn't rule them out. Um, but I think Inter might have a better shout this year for contesting with uh, Juventus than Napoli will. You think so? Yeah, I mean. They're playing well, Conte. I Conte, I think, is a really good coach. I, I actually wish Chelsea wouldn't have let them go, let him go, and given him a little bit more time. But mm-hmm. he was a really, good – I mean, won the Premier League in his first season. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't do I, so hot the second season, but shit, I mean, that's hard to do, man. Even I Pep agree. couldn't fucking win it in his first season. Uh,
0: yep, I agree. So
1: and yeah, Syria could be interesting this year. Um, it may not be as straightforward for Juventus as it has been in the past. Um, they still might eke it out uh, but don't sleep on Inter that's all I'm saying. don't sleep on them. Uh, in La Liga, Sevilla sit on top of La Liga yeah. Atletico lost to Sociedad this weekend. Um, fun thing I want to say about that. Uh, so you know how a lot of those, I don't want to say a lot anymore, but a lot of some teams have the fucking running track that goes around their in their stadium. Oh like yeah, the yeah, Olympic yeah running track. So, Sociedad just renovated their stadium and they removed the running track and they put additional seats in. So, this game against Atletico was the first game after the completion of the renovations. Yeah. And it looks sweet. Like they probably added about 10,000 seats. Oh, hell yeah. And it was jumping in there. Yeah. And I'm glad. I think more. T- I think Roma should do that. Roma have the stupid running track. Yeah, to go they should. Around. Yeah, I, I wonder. Uh, they play yeah. in the Olympic Stadium, and they. I think they have plans to build their own new stadium because they share it with Lazio. But that's another story for another mm-hmm. day. But yeah, they have the running track, and you, know, you got to think when you have a fucking running track that goes around your field, the fans are so far away from the action. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Sociedad were super pumped for this game, first game, and basically a new stadium, mm-hmm. totally different vibe, t- different feel, and all that. Uh, our our dude Odegaard scored in this game for Sociedad. Oh yeah, 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 he scored. And so Atletico lost, and now Sevilla is on top, and Barca and Madrid both won.
0: Barca Madrid, yeah. I, I was watching this um, replay of a goal from Barca. You know, have you heard of this kid called um, Fati? Yeah, yeah. Assumes. I can't even say He's his first 16. name. He's Yeah, I don't know yeah. how to say his first name. Um, He's but he had, a, years he had a old. he had a goal and an assist.
1: So I heard today he has two goals and two assists in his first three games. Yeah, as
0: a 16-year-old kid. He's beasting, bro. That's awesome.
1: And he's 16, and Messi's like posting Instagram stories with him, like this dude's the real deal. Yeah, yeah. dude. At 16. Bro. At
0: 16, dude. Oh that my is god, nuts. That must be mouth-watering for Barça fans. That's fucking awesome.
1: Now the first two weeks ago, when I saw that he scored, I didn't know who he was, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, maybe this is just a kid who's—he's came through the academy and he was loaned out a bunch of times, and now they feel like he's finally ready. But no, this is a kid who, fresh out of the academy, 16 years old,
0: dude. He's not even on the squad. Like he's not even on like the like on FatMob. If you look up squad on Barca, he's on, Barsley, not on even the... on the fucking wow. squad. So, so I, they just brought him up, I think, because Messi was injured and all this shit. So, well, uh,
1: shit, he's proven to be. The real fucking deal.
0: I mean, he's a baller, bro. I mean, he's on Barca he's categorized as Barcelona B team. Yeah. So um where's he from, too? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, what country would he be from? He has GNB is the acronym. Where is that? What G? the heck?
1: Uh I might know if I see the flag. Um, but yeah, he I don't oh. see, I don't see him moving to the bench anytime soon. Oh.
0: Gine Bis. Guinea Bissau? Bissau.
1: That's not even like a one of the bigger Africans. No, you know you got like the Ghanas and the Nigerias. Yeah, no, no. He, this is, this is, he's low-key as shit. Yeah, he was that's born low, in 2002. Uh, low-key as shit. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, so I don't see him going anywhere soon. I see him yeah. being part in this part of the 18 probably all year at this rate. Uh, but, yeah, that will do it for around the world. Uh, how much time we at right now? 45. 45? Yeah, so we'll get into Champions League just a little bit here, uh, preview some of the games that we think – are notable for this first for this first week, um, and then we'll get into our golden goals. Sounds uh, good, buddy. Yeah. Uh, let's see tomorrow. Tomorrow Napoli Liverpool will be a good one. Uh, Dortmund and Barcelona will be a good one. Um, Dor- yep. That Group uh, G that we said is super balanced with Benfica, Lyon, Leipzig, and Zenit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think all those games will be good. Every single yeah, one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. Leal Ajax.
1: Leo Ajax and Chelsea Valencia could be a good one as well. Yeah.
0: So I, I think honestly I think all the games should be pretty solid. I don't know about the Slavia Prague game, but I mean yeah. besides Salzburg Genk and then Inter Slavia Prague, but all those other ones should be pretty pretty good, man. The one I'm looking forward to the most though is that Dortmund Barcelona game. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most.
1: I might try to take a little watch of that one at work tomorrow. Yeah, I'll probably watch that during class. On the low key. Um, so why don't we, now that we've now that it's going to be underway here tomorrow, so taking a look at Group E, who do you got going through?
0: Um, hold on, let me let me look at the groups here, tables. Uh, Group who do I have uh, going through Group E? I have Bayern Munich topping and, topping the the group, and then Tottenham coming in. No, Group
1: yeah. E is Liverpool, Napoli, Salzburg, Genk.
0: This is Group E here. Bayern Munich. Group e E E. Oh E E E. e. e Sorry. An um, my bad. Um, I have Liverpool topping the topping the the league or the Jesus Christ the the group and Napoli coming in second. Yeah, I, yeah, it's no.
1: probably eh, same for me. It's probably an easy one. Uh, even though shout out to Jesse Marsh, uh, the American coach at Salzburg, um, that would be unbelievable if he could squeak by in in, in second yeah, place. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately I think it'll be Liverpool then Napoli. Uh, group F will be a good one.
0: I say I say Barca tops it and Dortmund comes behind them. Yeah, I think I Dortmund has a better overall squad over Inter, to yeah, be even honest though, with
1: you. Even though I think Inter could be a sleeper this year in Serie A, um, and I do think they will take a point off Dortmund in one of their meetings yeah, with yeah. them. Um, I think I agree with you, Dortmund I, I has a better squad, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they can score more goals than Inter can. Yeah, yeah. Um, Inter... Has a little bit more of a passive attack, so I am going to go Barca first, Dortmund second. And
0: with Lukaku, I just feel like it's a one-dimensional type. Yeah, type,
1: yeah. Type player, so. Yeah, Inter has, even in the past, last season, the year before, they've, they haven't they have been a real high-scoring team. No, yeah. Um, but the interesting one, which we may have different opinions on, is Group G, that real balanced group.
0: Yeah, yeah I say... Honestly, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say uh, Leipzig tops the group with Lyon coming in second.
1: It's a good shout. Uh, I definitely think Zenit will come in last. Um, I think it's gonna be neck and neck with Lyon and Benfica. Uh, let me take a look at Benfica's squad here, because they they could give Lyon a run for for their money. But I do think um, I do think Leipzig will definitely take this group ultimately. I think Lyon will probably end up being more fun to watch. And now was Jao Felix was from Benfica, right? Mhm. It doesn't look they, re- they like they like they really replaced him. So I think I actually go Lyon as well, second place. Yeah. Um and then group H, Ajax, Lille, Chelsea, Valencia. It's a good group.
0: Uh, yeah, um this one's a hard one. I don't I want I think Leo's beast but I don't think they're going to make it through. I think it'll be Ajax and then hold on. I want to see who's on Valencia's squad also. I don't really know who's on. Um I think it's going to be between Valencia and Chelsea for that second second spot. I think Ajax can still sneak in first in the group to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, I still think they can. I like um, that I like that prediction. But because I, I, they've been playing so, – I mean, dude, even they got rid of all their top players, but they're still playing really well. Um, and uh, to be honest, like, Chelsea probably has a chance to top this group as well. It's just going to come down to really um, injuries, um, how, like, the spacing between their games, I guess. Yeah. Uh, between their league play and then this Champions League, the Champions League games. Um, but, yeah, it, it, I. It's, it's hard to say, man. But I'm going to say Ajax tops the group, and then Chelsea comes in second. Valencia is going to be close though. I cuz it's Valencia. Valencia is always Not up be close. The
1: best start in the league. 1-1 one, one, and 2. Lille definitely, even though I think I do think Lille's a pretty good side. They came in second last year in the French league. I don't think they're deep enough, honestly. Ah. Uh, I'm going to go Chelsea first, Ajax second. Okay. Um I I do think Valencia will make a uh will make a run for it. Um I think it will be tight between second and third, um, but I could also see I could also see Ajax yeah. winning this this group as well. And then we go to Wednesday. Uh, let's see. Come on, load for me.
0: We have Olympiakos versus Tottenham, Club Bruges versus Galatasaray, uh, Dinamo Zagreb versus Atlanta, Bayern Munich versus Servina Zvezda. I don't know how to say that. Byron Leverkusen versus Locomotive, PSG, Real Madrid, Man City, Shakhtar, Atletico Madrid, Juve. So these, I think there's more like big. These there's more big games in the sense of like big teams across Europe playing each other on Wednesday, but I don't think there's as many good games as Tuesday. Yeah, in terms Tuesday. of
1: quality of games, uh, uh, not, not as many. So the
0: the ones the ones I would be looking forward to watch were PSG, Real Madrid, and Atletico Madrid versus Juve.
1: Yeah, it's really the only two, honestly.
0: Um, I mean, yeah. I guess maybe Man City Shakhtar, but it might be another fucking beating too. But I don't yeah,
1: know. I don't Shakhtar. I mean, Shakhtar's no pushover. Um, but yeah, I think those are really the Uva Athletico game and Madrid PSG. Yeah, my my, my mo-
0: the one I'm looking forward to is PSG Real Madrid actually. Yeah, I Cause think that I'm, I'm, exci- I'm excited to see how PSG react because yeah. they're gonna not have Cavani or Mbappe are not gonna have Cavani or Mbappe. And is Bale out? Uh, I don't know. I know Sergio Ramos isn't gonna be playing though.
1: Good. So oh I uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, Neymar has a Champions League ban as well. He has a three-game Champions oh, League yeah. ban, so he might be he might be out as well. Oh shit! So, um, but in terms of predictions, uh, we got Group A: Galatasaray, Bruges, Madrid, PSG. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Madrid first, uh, PSG second for that group. Um, I don't see the other uh, two. I, I,
0: yeah, I agree. I agree with that.
1: Um, and then Group B Olympiaco, Spurs, Bayern, Red Star. Uh, that's an easy one, too. Bayern first, uh, Spurs second. I can't see those uh, two teams taking even a point off of Bayern or Spurs.
0: No, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I'm on the same boat. Uh,
1: and then Group C, I'm actually going to go City first, Atalanta second. Repping Syria, they uh, had a good season last year. I think they're gonna squeak it out over Shakhtar.
0: Yeah, I, I, to me, I, I don't mean to agree with you on everything, but yeah, I, I say the same thing too. I don't see whoever Dinamo doing shit, or and Shakhtar is, as I like as much as I like Shakhtar, they're not as good as they used to be when they used to have all those Brazilians. So yeah, um, yeah. So I say Man City, Atlanta.
1: It, it definitely won't surprise me if Shakhtar squeaks out in second, but. Like you said, they're not as strong of a side as they used to be. And with Atalanta coming off the year that they had last year in Serie A, coming in fourth place um, and maintaining most of their squad, um, I, I like them. I wouldn't even be surprised if they get a tie at home against City when yeah. uh, they are in the group stage. Um, and then Group D, Atletico, Juve, Leverkusen, locomotive. Even though I like Leverkusen's squad and I'm looking forward to seeing them play Juventus and Atletico, I'm gonna go Atletico first, Juve second.
0: Yeah, I had the same thing too. <laughs> um, I don't even have Juve topping it though. I think Atletico got better than I think they're better than last year. To be yeah, honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Juve, I don't know. I with Juve, I don't know. The lit hasn't really been impressing me too much, to be honest. I think the lit has a weak. I think that those uh, that center back pairing has a weakness, and they're really fucking slow. Like they're really slow. Yeah, they're, um, not, that, they're not that mobile. Back um, there. So, and then getting rid of Jaconselo as well. Like I, I, I think, I think Juve. I'm not saying they're not as strong as last year. I just they they like they got a really good defender, and then they got rid of their one of their best outs, their best one of their best defenders. They're just kind of like I don't know. They kind of like got a got a good player, like go of a good player. They didn't really like they just stayed stagnant.
1: They're a little bit they're, they're a little bit more prone to drop to yeah. drop some games this so, year. So,
0: I I, and I think Atletico Madrid is on fire, so I, I say Atletico Madrid are going to top that group. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll have to see how that goes. Yeah,
1: I'm not fucking around with Europa League. <laughs> so.
0: Uh, that's fine. Yeah.
1: Fair um, enough. Um, let's see. And then what time? How much time are we at?
0: 55.
1: Oh, perfect. All right, golden goals for the weekend. What do you got?
0: I have Chelsea, the Chelsea game versus the Wolves game with – um, hold on. I just forgot his name.
1: Mm, Tamori?
0: Tamori. Tamori. I was going to look up his first name, but not just his last name. Uh, Tamori, the youngster, had himself a cracker. He – I don't even know how I don't even know how far that was to be honest, but it was like
1: it was like it almost looked like thirty yards. It was like
0: thirty, yeah. I was gonna say 30, 35 yards or something like that. It was far. He like came. It looked he hit it with the inside of his foot too. Yeah, he did. Like I, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch. He hit
1: this. it almost like uh like David Luiz hits his free kicks, you know. How yeah, he hit and doesn't hit it with his laces. No,
0: yeah, I know. Oh, they don't even have the fucking replay on here. Um, but he, I don't even know, like he just, it came back and he was at one time, I think yeah, it was a one timer. Yeah, he just hit it with the inside the of his not? foot and, and had fucking had a fucking smasher into the, into the back of the net. Uh, so that's, uh, so that was awesome for him. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. shot. How big old sh- is he anyway? I was about to, I was about to look right now, actually. He is, uh, 21 years old.
1: Wow, is he, he? is he an English international technically? Yeah, he's
0: he's English. It's his country, England. So yeah, yeah. It's his
1: first goal for Chelsea is, and it was an absolute fucking banger. One he won't forget.
0: No, yeah. So we'll put it up on the on our Twitter. Yep. But yeah, he had him take yourself a bow, son. That was a hell of a fucking shot. So.
1: So mine comes from the biggest drama queen himself, Neymar. <laughs> first game back from PA, for PSG. It's worth noting that he was booed uh, the majority of the game, uh, before a- before the game mainly. Um, I mean, they were, like,
0: saying shit about his son also. Like, there was, like, banners. Yeah. Like, they were talking some smack, bro. They do not want him there.
1: I mean, I mean dude yeah, expressed I that he didn't want to be there anymore. I mean, I, I don't really blame him. But despite being booed, the man had a bicycle kick goal in the 92nd minute to win the game for PSG 1-0 against strasbourg they played dude uh was he had a really good game i was watching the highlights he had a bunch of chances on goal i think he hit the post um forced keeper into some big saves and finally 92nd minute it was one of those where he like he didn't like fully wind up like not a full full wind up bicycle kick but kind of just Fell backwards and almost looked like it hit him in the ankle instead of his on his laces, and <laughs> dinged right off the inside of the post. And they fucking won that bitch one nothing. I'm sure, the
0: fans were celebrating. Now they though, they I did
1: think. definitely celebrate because <laughs> I was I was curious to see if they would or not. <laughs> but yeah, they won that bitch one nothing, and we'll put that one on the Twitter as well. Uh, Neymar is back, even though I do believe he'll have a ban for the Champions League uh, for the first couple games, but. Uh, He welcomed himself back in style, to say the least. He did, man. Uh, But yeah, that'll do it for this episode. This is episode nine, right?
0: Episode nine. Episode
1: nine. uh, We will talk about Champions League, some of the Champions League games next episode on Thursday or Friday, um, as well as preview week six of the Premier League. I just tallied up our scores. And Javi beat me seven to three this week on the scoreline. Let's go. Uh, you are now leading overall nineteen sixteen. So it's we'll, still close. We'll
0: see at the end of this month. We'll tally up our points and maybe we'll do a little loser has to do something. Yeah, something embarrassing or something, or something embarrassing or something Something embarrassing. So we'll 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 uh, we'll think about it and we'll let you guys know. We'll throw it up on our Twitter if we do something. Also,
1: we're going to be doing a giveaway this week on our Twitter. Um, so if you want to check that out, make sure you go follow us at golden underscore goal pod. Once again, that's at golden underscore goal P O D. Uh, so go follow us on there. Uh, go tell your friends, uh, your family, uh, the mailman, uh, coworkers, whoever it may be about our, our pod, uh, go subscribe, give us a rating, uh, write up a little review if you'd like. It helps a ton. Uh, but other than that, anything else I have? Uh,
0: No, yeah. Spread the word, peeps. We appreciate you. Keep it going.
1: We will see you next time. Have a good
0: one. Peace, guys.